Hello there, everybody. Sean Sheehan back with another edition of the Sheehan Show. And today we will be looking at Bellator 272, which goes down over in the uh, Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, uh, Connecticut, as Sergio Pettis takes on Kaihoji Haraguchi in a smashing fight. It's one of the best fights that can happen outside of the UFC today. It is an absolutely brilliant fight. Other than that in this card, it's not the best. So we will go through We will go through uh, all the fights here very quickly. But I want to concentrate on the main event, and we will do that uh, in the in the second part of, of this show here today. Um, it looks like this will be the last Bellator card of the year. I was looking at their schedule there, and I don't think uh, they have anything coming up. Hopefully, uh, being a, an Irish MMA uh, media member, we will uh, we'll have another Irish card early next year. But uh, nothing has been announced yet. Usually... In the past, they used to do them in uh, September and in February. Where, when do we have our one here? In the start of November, but because of, <laughs> of the coronavirus. Although that's got a bit mad here again. But that's, a, I suppose, a discussion for another day. Um, I did a podcast talking about kind of a review of the PFL season not too long ago. Myself and Ian talked a little bit about you know all things non-UFC last week on the Sheehan Show. So maybe next week or the week after... Uh, I'll come on and talk a little bit more about Bellator since maybe I started covering these Bellator cards in depth over the last, what, five, six cards uh, because it's been uh, it's been a very interesting time for Bellator and it is a very interesting time now as well. I think there was a lot of chat, you know, when uh, Bjorn Rebney went and Scott Coker took over about how things would change and what Scott Coker would do differently uh, and then he has done a lot of things differently and I suppose it's not a conversation we have over you know over the fullness of maybe the promotion and what the promotion is doing and the way the promotion is looking so that's something i will definitely talk about uh in in the next while but one thing the promotion definitely has been doing right is putting on some high level fights at the top of their cards like maybe not every card maybe not every week but you have fights here now and we mention it regularly that are the caliber of the UFC, you know, they're the caliber of a top level UFC fight that could be for a title in the UFC. They're that good, and I think that's what we have here uh, in the main event with uh, with Sergio Pettis and Haraguchi. The thing about that is the undercard here, and a lot of the undercards we've had recently, and I suppose this may be a discussion for the next day, is not is not as, as exciting as maybe a UFC undercard can be when they stack it, but also the UFC undercards recently haven't been that exciting, so maybe there's a bit of that uh, all over MMA, but I digress. Uh, so let's start, uh, and we will talk more about the main event and obviously more about Bellator uh, today and, and in the, the, the rest of the week. Uh, the first fight of the night, and obviously this, I'm regarding this a little bit early, so depending on when it comes out, uh, I actually have heard of one fight falling out already, possibly, so... I'll, I'll talk about it anyway here and if it falls out it falls out uh, and it's higher up in the car it's not one of the first ones uh, come to fights anyway so the um, uh, and you can check out all the, the list of fights here as well I'm sure it'll be up on screen but at uh, Bellator272 over on uh, on Sherdog here on the website gives you the full list of who's fighting and their records and everything like that it's really handy you know if it, you know, Sherdog's been down there a long time and maybe sometimes we get too used to it but it's a, it's a fantastic resource and it tells you, you know, where everyone's training and, and they're everything like that so it's absolutely fantastic so the first fight tonight uh, Johnny Eblen versus Colin uh, Hookbody Eblen uh, out of ATT he's 9-0 and 29 years of age uh, fighting at 185 pounds this will be his, what, 6th um, Bellator fight um, not many names on his ledger, I suppose, yet, but he came over from uh, Shamrock FC, who are a pretty good 
you know, kind of local promotion over in, in the US. Um, they've produced a lot of fighters recently that have come into Bellator especially, and I know they're a promotion that's brand pretty well. So when you see someone coming out of there, you know, I think that's one of the names now you need to look, uh, look out for as well. And, uh, you know, he's, what is he, nine fights in the space of just over three years starting well four years now at this stage i suppose um started in uh, in july 2017 so you know he looks like a guy who is you know we, we see a lot in bellator uh undercards that there is you know they have their undefeated guys coming through maybe there are a couple of new signings they're their prospects and they come in and they you know they get a test in their uh in their uh, in their first couple of fights you know he's had a few fights now and against you know hawk buddy here you know he <sighs> His record ten and three. He this is his Bellator debut, if I'm not mistaken. But he's come through the CFFC, um, you know, uh, route. I suppose he was in Dana White Contender Series as well. He won his fight there, but didn't get signed. Um, lost his second last fight, but beat Nick Kraus in his last fight. Um, he's a fight against Bevan Lewis. He lost that in LFA back in in the day a while back. But you know, not not a bad record either. A lot of submissions on his uh, on his ledger there as well. He won three fights in a row uh, in 2019 slash 2020, all by head and arm chuck. So uh, we we might know what he'll be looking for here uh, come the weekend. So yeah, that's uh, a good way to open it, I suppose. And uh, it should be a should be a fun fight there in that one. Our next fight up then is Dan Moray versus uh, Ricardo uh, Sias. Uh, Moray is fighting out of the MMA lab, which obviously we know of Vincent Henderson and a lot more. Uh, he is a, a very, very good fighter. He beat Gochi Yamaguchi in his last fight, who is, you know, a guy I suppose Bellator have been promoting an awful lot recently. Um, that was back at the start of this year, April 2021. So he's fighting the UAE Warriors before that. Obviously, we've seen him in the UFC uh, as well. You know, he lost to, to Jared Gordon, Alex White, and Gilbert Burns, which, Jesus, is a pretty tough trio of fights, especially starting off with uh, with Gilbert Burns. And, you know, even before that, he's fought Hanny Barsolas uh, and, and Bobby Moffat outside of uh, of the big organization, maybe, and Luke Sanders as well, who is, uh, you know, a long time, uh, was a long time bet uh, in the UFC. Uh, uh, Kai Kamaka, then, who I've been a fan of for, the la- for a good while, um, and a more exciting style, maybe, uh, than, than he's given credit for. Fought his last four fights in the UFC, ended up uh, beating Tony Kelly, lost two fights in a row, and then got a draw the last time before uh, before he left. He has a few fights in, in Bellator previously, um, and I suppose he'd be happy to kind of come back uh, to Bellator then again. Now he's fighting uh, Don, uh, Don John De Jesus uh, here in, in this one, who is... Uh, 14 and 9 you probably remember him he fought Aaron Pico a couple of fights ago but came back again um and got the win over uh, who was a John Teixeira I think uh in the middle of uh, of this year so you know he's a he's four Bellator fight now uh in a row you know he's fought uh, he lost to Bill Algeo back in the day who you know and Pat Sabatini was fighting a couple of weeks ago in in the UFC so he's a lot of you know kind of high level um opponents on uh, on his ledger so that should be uh that should be a fun one as well there um we'll run through these pretty quickly there's a, a couple of rushes of one rush anyway on the card um alexander sabley who you know I, he fought alfie davis 
uh, in his last fight and ended up winning that fight. And I've I've a great time for Alfie Davis. Obviously, he's fighting out of England, and I know him a little bit better. And he's a very very good fighter. Uh, so to have a win over him and a record like twenty and three, you just know Shabley's going to be uh, a very 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 good fighter. He's beaten Adriana Moraes, you know, a lot of fights down through the years. Fought in AB, ACB, you know, when they were putting on all those tough fights. So. You know, he's only lost one fight in the last seven years, 2000, you know, he, he, he's only lost to Edward uh, Vartalin since 2013. So that is uh, that is an unbelievable record there. And uh, his opponent on uh, on Friday night, I think, is it Saturday night, I don't know, is, is um, Bobby King, who has won... His last four in a row beat Steven Seiler before getting uh, into the UFC. Beat Nick Newell, obviously, or sorry, into Bellator. Big, beat Nick Newell in his last fight as well. And, you know, this is kind of his first shot at the big show. So getting a tough matchup here. But uh, I, I think it should be a foot fight. It should be uh, it should be well able for that one. In a guy with the, the best name in the world, Killis Mata, against Mike Hamill. Um, Mata is fighting in his third Bellator fight now in a row. Lost to Derek Anderson, who's a very good fighter uh, before this. So there's no shame in that, I suppose. Um, but he, uh, you know, he's fought Bobby Lee previously as well. Uh, and and others, um, and he's going to be fighting Mike Hamill at the weekend. Mike Hamill obviously been around for for a while now. Find out of the MMA lab, he has uh, this will be his fourth Bellator fight. I feel like he's, he's a lot more, but he's fought in LFA as well. You know, fought Usman or Magomedov uh at the the start of this year as well put up a pretty good uh put, put up a pretty good fight in that one beat bryce logan in in his last fight um you know lost adam barrocks before that but that's some tough matchmaking he's been getting himself into and uh it's a uh, it's a tough one as well he sees himself in this weekend but i'm sure he'll be well able for it then uh, you know the georgian explosion we've seen a lot of it uh, levin uh, kalecki uh here is uh, is fighting he fought kyle crutchmere in his last fight and he ended up losing that one in his bellator day debut uh, but he's a, a good bit of uh, you know a good bit of experience as I mentioned 10 fights in he's fighting Vinicius uh, DJ Zeus who is uh, similarly 9 and 9 and 4 a couple of more fights but he fought you know Austin Vanderfort in his last fight but that was all the way back in 2020 it's a good bit now it's almost a year or just over a year actually since uh, since he fought in that fight a lot of fights at CES, fought Jackie and Buckley back in the day in, in Bellator as well, back in 2017. Um, you know, he's, he made his debut against Anderson Silva. I don't think it's the same Anderson Silva, but although 2013 isn't the same Anderson Silva. Maybe it is the same Anderson Silva. Uh, I don't think it is, though. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, that is another one there as well. Now, we get on to the, maybe the, the, the higher fights up at the card. Josh Hill uh, fighting out of, uh, out of Canada. A guy who's been around for a long time, you know. 20, 20 and 4 is his uh, record at the moment. He's fought his last three in Bellator. Lost to Ruffian Stats last time out, but he's one of the, the top in the world. I think um, Patricky was... Um, Mentioned his name the last day for, uh, or uh, not Patrick, who was it? Who, someone mentioned his name anyway. Or no, um, Patchy Mix mentioned his name, that he should be next in line for the title the last day when I spoke to him in, in Dublin. Uh, so, you know, there's no shame in losing to that. You know, lost or beat Eric Perez before that. You know, and, and um, Hill has had fights all over the place. Fought Marlon Moraes in World Series of Fighting. And has, you know, fights all the way back to 2009. He's been fighting so he's being around uh being around the world <laughs> let's put it that way and, and uh you know has had some tough ones but maybe this is the the biggest run of his career coming up he's fighting jared scoggins who is another guy who's 10 and 1 it feels like he's more fights than that he's been around for a good while as well you know he fought in uh he fought a few fights in lfa and and things and he's the brother 
Jared Scott, he was supposed to fight Brian Moore, if I'm not mistaken. That's why I know, but I'm, I'm mixing him up with uh, with his brother. But he, yeah, he's 9-1 anyway, and he's been fighting since 2015. So, you know, for a guy uh, who was, I suppose, you know, he's fought, beat Cody Durden a couple of fights ago, and he we saw him at the weekend winning in the UFC. So, you know, a pretty uh, a pretty good opponent there for, for Josh Hill. So let's see that one. Uh, Kyle Crutchmere, seven and one as well. I was kind of surprised to see uh, <laughs> to see him on, on this card. I, I suppose he, um, you know, he fought in June, so I suppose it's not that long of a turnaround. I suppose, but he fought a fifteen minutes in, in that one and won it. Lost his fight before that on the Cyborg versus Blinko uh, fight, but is you know what three and one now in uh, in Bellator after coming through the XFL uh, scene. Uh, you know, <sighs> hard nosed wrestler who's kind of can fight everywhere you know anyone who you see coming out of aka you know we've heard daniel carmian stuff talking about him uh so he's going to be good but uh, oliver Incamp, as we know you know especially on this scene he's been around for uh, i i feel like i've said everyone's been around for a long time but you know we've seen him in uh in the ufc you know fighting the likes of danny roberts and nardine taleb okay he got two losses there but coming out fighting lewis long walter gahadza uh, he was on that card in, in Dublin that I was at at the start of the pandemic. And, you know, you can't help but be, you know, be impressed by Incamp. He's such, like, an athlete and so strong. And he, he has it all, really. Like, his last fight, getting that Japanese necktie. He's a good few uh, submission wins in his career. And he's definitely one of those guys where you can't rest anywhere against him, you know, because he is really, really good everywhere. Uh, so, uh, he is... JJ Wilson and Oliver Incamp are probably the two names on this card that I would be uh, would be most looking out for. But Kyle Crutchmere is not going to be an easy fight for him whatsoever. It's a, it's a good good match up there and good matchmaking. So I'm looking forward to uh, to that one. Uh, probably the most experienced guy on the card is uh, El Matador Emmanuel Sanchez, who's twenty and six. You know, a staple of of Bellator for years and years and years. His last two fights were against Patricio and Mads Burnell, probably, you know, apart from AJ McKee, two of the best fighters. Yeah, AJ McKee. I, I, I always think I mess up AJ McKee's name for some reason. But anyway, probably two of the best fighters in Bellator. I think a lot of Mads Burnell. He went to a unanimous decision. That was a close enough fight, uh, if memory serves me correctly. You know, beat Daniel Weichel before that as a win against Georgie Carcanyan back in 2019. And Sam Cecilia, Daniel Strauss, Daniel Pineda, Justin Lawrence, Henry Corrales. You know, some of the names and they are absolutely fantastic you know all the way back uh, to 2011 you know Manuel Sanchez has been doing it you know loads of submissions in there a lot of close fights as well at one stage he had four split decisions uh, in a row and in a run of like seven six or seven decisions uh, in a row so he's one of those guys you know he will he will never give up he'll always you know a rufus sport fighter and we'll talk a, a little bit about uh obviously Sergio uh, Pettis in, in a bit of it one of those guys you know really is Jeremy Kennedy then um who is uh what is he 16 and 3 he has had his last two fights in Bellator lost Adam Barrocks with me beat Matt Bissett and had a good run in the PFL before that you know um the uh, fought Steven beat Steven Styler and you know he, he's a guy who's you know fought Alexander Volkanovski obviously in the UFC and lost and that's probably a, t- a tough way to get out of the UFC but before that he'd won what three in a row in the UFC um, you know, beating Kyle Boschniak, who's still around as well. So, you know, it's um, it's a good test when he, you know, coming in here after loss, Adam Barrocks, I suppose, for for Kennedy, and you know, Sanchez will always bring it. So that should be fun, right? Let's get to the main event here because that's the the main one we 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 know we want to talk about, and uh, Sergio Pettis, uh, the uh, the bantamweight champion, fighting against uh, Kyoji Haraguchi. 
like Pettis went down to the UFC. We saw, you know, Rob Font fighting uh, at the weekend. Um, he he was Sergio's last loss. He obviously Sergio beat Tyson Nam, but then got released, and well, not necessarily got released, but went to Bellator anyway. Uh, I actually watched his fight today with a a Caucasian. It was you know that that guillotine uh, after the, the the big shot then obviously beat Ricky Manez and Juan Arquileta as well who's obviously a really really good fighter um, you know and back through the years you know, he's beaten Brandon Moreno the 125 pound champion in the UFC beat Joseph Benavidez and a lot more as well and Haraguchi's another guy who left the UFC and just went from strength to strength obviously he's lost uh, he lost to Kaya Sakura but came back and won that fight uh, in the rematch beating Darian Caldwell when he came over to Bellator, but his Risen run has been unreal. Beat Darian Caldwell in Risen as well. Beat uh, Uncle Creepy, McCall. Beat Manel Cape. I was actually watching that fight today. That was that was a, a bit of a crazy one, but he ended up winning that one uh, as well. And, you know, I, I feel like if you're in the UFC and you beat a guy like Ali Bagotina, if you beat Neil Siri, my, my countryman, and you beat Louis Scout, you know, all around losing to Demetrius Johnson, you know, 29-3 and three is, is some record. And for the UFC to let a guy like Haraguchi go, I thought at the time, was absolutely criminal. But he has gone from strength to strength. And I, I, I think if he looked back now, he probably think it was a little bit of a blessing in disguise. But for me, this fight, um, it's it's a it's a very, very interesting fight. I, I think it's, look, I, I could go through this and tell you about all their different positions and all their different attributes and everything like that. But I think, I think this will just be a striking match, honestly. And I, look... When I say that, I think Bodum will be trying to strike first of all, and I think that will be their their mo. That will be their first look at all times. Like Pettis, these days he is. I think he's adjusted a little bit, but now he's more of like a boxing stand up practitioner who throws a few kicks, and throws a few leg kicks, especially. But I think he's turned into a really, really good technical fight with a, with a good fight IQ. I think, you know, it's easy to compare him to his brother, but I don't think he does compare to his brother. I think he's a very different fighter. I think, honestly, and I've said this before, people have given me a bit of stick. I think he's a better fighter than his brother ever was, to be honest, but a bit of a different fighter. It's funnily enough, I think Kayochi Haraguchi is more similar to Anthony Pettis than Sergio is in a lot of ways because he, when he's at his best, he's wild and he's throwing his big shots and he's trying to get inside quickly, like Pettis was. Now, Pettis, uh, when he isn't like that, he isn't as effective, and I think Haraguchi is the same. But I think Sergio Perez, as opposed to Anthony, will want to be you know slowing down this fight. I think Sergio will want to fight it at a more technical pace, at a more boxing oriented. I I'll hit you, I'll defend, I'll hit you, I'll defend. Whereas Haraguchi will want to make it wild. And when I say when I when I kind of like took a backward step there, when I said it's going to be an an all out uh, strikey matchup, I think the reason it won't be. Uh, is because when you go all out like Haraguchi does, it there does t- in, tend to be, I'll fall into a shot, I'll fall into a clinch, I'll fall into a takedown. So I think there will be bits of that. But he's so good at getting up as well. I think um, uh, I, I think that could be a way for him. Now, if I was Pettis, and if I was looking at it from Pettis, if I were a fan of Pettis, even I, if I was Pettis, I'd run away. I wouldn't get hit by Kay- Kayoji Haraguchi. But you get what I mean? I, I, I think throwing in a few takedowns might be the worst thing in the world. I think that'd be a, a, maybe a smart way to go just because of the way Haraguchi fights and the, probably because of the way he'll expect you to be fighting as well. Uh, so I think that will be uh, could be an interesting part of it. Um, but overall, like I think this will be a, a fantastic fight. I just... Uh, it, 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 it's one of those ones where I... I look at this fight and I say Haraguchi versus Pettis and the first thing that 
I think of like who's going to win if someone's asking me that is Horiguchi I just think he's a little bit quicker a little bit more dangerous a little bit you know a little bit better in lots of areas but if Pettis can get it to the area where he's best where it, where it is like a slower paced stand up fight which he did you know unbelievably well in uh, in getting against Archuleta for uh, for long distances and against Bandes and against others as well he's, it's very hard to kind of get him out of that um, it, that like we often say, and I often say it doing previews for different fights and different cards, whoever can kind of win the center, whoever can control the pace. But I really do think for this fight, controlling the pace, but not even necessarily controlling the center, but I think controlling the pace is really, really important because Pettis as well, another major adjustment I think Pettis has made in his last few fights and watching the, the fight there, the, the uh, Karkashian fight, what he did very, very well in that fight was catch him with the counter, like, over and over and over. So when I say not necessarily winning the center, but winning the pace battle, if he can have the right pace to his kind of defense and offense coming back from it, I think those counters against um, against Haraguchi, why do I call him Karyasa? Oh, it's up here in front of me. Against, uh, against Haraguchi could really, really be money, whereas Haraguchi will really have to be looking for them. And I think, you know, it's, it's all right being offensively, really really good and offensively really uh, dangerous but you have to be defensively good as well if you're going to do that you can't just wait in there against someone like Pettis and not expect to be hit so he's going to have to be very very careful uh, with that um, so yeah, overall I think this is going to be a fun fight I think it's going to go long I don't think there'll be an early knockout here no no one mean it'll probably be one in, in 15 seconds but however um, and when I do the betting show I'll probably be looking at you know someone late maybe or, or, or a decision here but uh, I think this is going to be a classic, really. I, I think when you have someone who is not afraid to attack against someone who's not afraid to counter, you have a great recipe there for a really, really fun fight. And someone, you know, like Pettis, who's willing to draw a lot of bit in and in him. Like, the, say what you want about those Pettis boys, but they are willing to take a shot to land one without a shadow of a doubt. Now, they might not always land that shot or they might not always have the success in the areas that they wanted, but... I, uh, I, I, you couldn't call them cowards, you know. You couldn't, you couldn't call them uh, guys who are unwilling to fight, and that they, they definitely aren't. And the same goes for Haraguchi. So, I'm, uh, I'm really, really looking forward to this fight. I think it is, you know, one of the one of the best fights that can happen outside the UFC. Even if it was in the UFC, it'd be up there as well. A brilliant fight, and we could have, a, we could have a late candidate here uh, for fight of the year. So, yeah, really, really looking forward to it. I'll run you quickly uh, through the card again. So. Uh, Johnny Eblen against Colin uh, Hawkbody starts us off. Dan Murray against Ricardo Seas. Obviously, this card is subject to change as well. Uh, Kai Kabaka the third against John De Jesus. Bobby King against Alexander Shabley. Kilis Mata against Mike Hamill. Uh, before uh, Journal Lugo takes on Tommy Espinosa. Uh, Levin uh, Koleshi out of Georgia takes on Vinicius De Jesus. Then Josh Hill, the veteran, takes on Jared Scoggins. JJ Wilson. Uh, against Alfie Davis. Kyle Crutchmere takes on Oliver Incamp. Emmanuel Sanchez versus Jeremy Kennedy. And in the main event for the title, Sergio Pettis takes on Kyoji Haraguchi. Right, that is it for me, everybody. Thank you very much. My name is Sean Sheehan for Shardog.com. And I'll see you all next time.